Boom. I mean, you sure? Do we need to record this one? Uh, I don't know. Should we? Should we not? Should we uh, cancel? Should we just cancel now? I feel like that's what Jackson would want. Jackson would want to cancel this one because it's country music? <laughs> Probably. Is that yeah. what you're getting that's at? That's what I'm thinking. Dude. How, I mean, how, he's not here to to say he's not. So. How could how dare you think that Jackson would want to cancel this because we're going to talk about country music? That's crazy. I switched us, by the way. Oh, oh that's good. <laughs> <laughs> the song ended, and, so I, and, and uh-huh, I already uh-huh, sure it already yeah. it already went all glitchy on me whenever <laughs> I tried to switch it before. So I'm just making sure my alarm's on silent. Yeah, yeah. I just I just did all that kind of stuff to my phone as well. Making sure I have all my shit pulled up. There's too many bits for me today. I prepped too, too much stuff that I don't need to worry about, but it is what it is. It's fine. Oh, man. Dude, I had a crazy-ass migraine today. Really? Yeah. I left the show last night with my head kind of hurting, and I was like, it's cool. I got car leave, and I took some car leave. And uh, I, I started to feel better, went home, had a snack, had some, had some water. Uh, uh, I listened to the Fun Button episode of our podcast, which I don't know if you guys ever listened to that one, because me and Jackson... Were the I mean, it's were, been a while since I would have listened to it. it was, I definitely it, haven't listened it was before for, I was on the show. It was for Gerald's birthday, so it's kind of uh, funny, yeah. like that, 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 that timing. That's wild. Um, it is one of the funniest episodes of our <laughs> podcast. It is fucking hilarious. I can believe that. Yeah. I like for anyone who just watches the show, I highly suggest go way back into our lore and find the. Do fun you know what episode. year that was? What year it was? Twenty seventeen. Jeez. Twenty seventeen. Yeah. It is. Um. It, it is a golden episode. It is like like. They're all hilarious. They all act like they don't want to be there. They all fucking hate each other. It's so much fun. Is and, it in the loft? Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and Jackson is actually in full derailment mode. He is derailing the entire fucking thing. It is like so frustrating, <laughs> but it's a great episode. It's, it's like that. That's I, I, I listened to it as soon as I got home from Gerald's thing last night. And I was like, this is this is exactly what I need. It was great. Um, yeah. But yeah, I had a migraine uh, when I went to bed. and I was like, I'm just going to sleep this off. Woke up this morning and nah, still had it. Yeah, I woke up. But you up, can sleep with it? Well, it's pretty much all you can do. Yeah, I know. But I mean, like, do you still like get being a, able a, to get to a sleep. night's sleep? Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of in and out. It's just kind of like yeah. just, just fingers crossed, hope hope for the best. And I, I, I was able to sleep, but it's like, you know, I wake up go back to sleep, whatever. I woke up at like seven and I was just like, oh my God, I'm dying. And just like took way too much medicine, grabbed an ice pack, sat in a steam and was there until I had to go to work. And it went, it went away. But wow. I was pretty much just in that exact same situation until it was go to work time. Uh, it was that rushing. sucks. How yeah. often you don't get, I feel like you don't get migraines as much as you used to. Yeah, it, there's, uh, there's, there's stuff I've done, I've changed to help it, but it still happens like probably once every three weeks at mm. least. Maybe once a month. But. Do you get them? Uh, occasionally, yeah. I only get ocular ones. I, I never used to, and then I got a new job, mm. and now I do. That's weird. I don't Why know does... what. Okay. I, I don't know. It just I never <laughs> had that problem at my previous job, and now sometimes there will be days where I'm just like, I can't, can't do this now. It almost seems like you either get them or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Howdy. Morning. <laughs> Ma'am. Welcome to Don't Feed the Artist. I'm Hagen. I'm Dave. I'm Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here against my will. 
<laughs> Whatever, dude. No, yeah. You want to wear the hat? No. Will that make you feel I'll better? I'll put the hat on. I'll put the hat on. Put the hat on. Put the hat on. Put the hat on. It's going to be weird. This is my dad's. That's your dad's hat? Yeah. <laughs> that's why he's wearing those headphones. It doesn't. It, yeah, that's why I'm wearing these that headphones. That makes a lot of yeah, sense. I, it I didn't think about that at all. It, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't work with those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good oh, point. this way. Yeah, that way. There you go. Yeah, yeah you're set. No, nice. my, dude, I have such a big head. Uh, my dad has a big head, but you, and you it could fits pull him. Off the cowboy no, hat, it's, it's it's crazy. He has. I could, yeah, not this one, not that one, but one that fits your head better. Yeah. My dad's got a crazy ass bald head. Are you fucking kidding me? My head's bigger than his. Uh, maybe. Listen, I don't know. I have to like if I want this to properly fit, you have to like kind of you have to get it in there. Like, no, you press it down. It there, yeah, well, I'll deform it because you don't want it to like you don't want it to sit on your head. You want it to like be on your head. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. So you're wearing that the whole episode, right? It just hits the fucking. Thing. I mean, chair, it works. Chair, yeah. Yeah. yeah, take the but little pe- thing off. No, it's a pillow, man. It's comfy. Yeah, you I'll take need it, off. it. Yeah, there you go. You want the pillow? Yeah, I'll wear the pillow. We are not sponsored by Secret Lab, but God, that'd be sick if we this were. Is my cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I this is very I'd... different from last week where you had the, the tie over your head. I, yeah, this is a thing, I guess. I yeah. thought that I'd lean into the bit of let's wear. <laughs> Stuff that is like whether it, because last week necessarily like the suit isn't appropriate to what we were talking about. It was just a bit. Yeah. But I was like, well, maybe I should just actually start like dressing like the like the like stuff. the episode oh, yeah. topic. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So for the audio listeners, I am wearing a Canadian tuxedo, wearing a denim shirt and denim shorts and a cowboy hat and a and a and a bolo and a bolo tie. You can hear you can you'll probably hear me uh, a yolo bolo do that quite a lot on accident. Um. But yeah, uh, and so because today we're finally talking about country music. <laughs> and I wonder what changed that made it so we could finally hmm. talk about yeah, country don't, music. What don't know. changed? That is crazy. I mean, audio listeners might know our theory, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, longtime fans of the show might have a theory as to why um, we're talking about country music. And I think this will be a pretty common thing where we talk about country music more from here on out. But. Uh, it's a it's a it's a relevant thing because there's quite a lot that has happened in country music yeah, in the we last twenty four hours. A little bit of news, yeah, a little bit of news. very timely episode. In the yeah. last twenty four hours, there has been country music news that is very fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> let's let's start with the Miranda Lambert. one. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. We start with the Miranda Lambert one. So um, Miranda Lambert at a show. Um, I guess she, she she was in she was in Vegas for that. So it's um, interesting. Uh, she was in Vegas. She interesting was, is yeah yeah. She was uh-huh. doing Tin Man. Yeah, um, it's it's a ballad. It's a ballad. So it's a piano and her. She's doing her song Tin Man, and she stops the song. Because two girls in the front are taking a selfie. She says, I'm going to stop right there for a second. I'm sorry. (laughs) These girls are worried about their selfies, not listening to the song. It's pissing me off a bit. I don't like it at all. And And the crowd is How did we get that audio recording? (laughs) (laughs) I would love it if we could, like, take the hat off and you go back to your regular voice. We put it back on. You're like, there's some people who are concerned about selfies in the audience. (laughs) It's kind of pissing me off a little bit. I don't know if I could pull that off. (laughs) Seems like Dave's prepared. (laughs) I practiced. (laughs) So in in the clip, she's talking and it kind of like, like she, when she stops, the audience cheers and it's like this whole big moment. And then she does the whole, it's pissing me off. Off. Um, and she says, we're here to hear some country music tonight. I'm singing some country damn music. Everybody's, the audience cheers more. Yeah. It yeah. really comes off as like some, almost like praise and worship-ish ish shit of just like a. Play some 
<laughs> oh, fuck, oh, I can't yeah, remember dude. what it is. Am I, am I fuck that praise and worship bullshit. Yeah, at my, at my gig <laughs> on Saturday, there's a guy in the back yelling, yelling, fuck this. Fuck this praise and worship shit. Play something trippy. <laughs> yeah, it was with Matthew in the air. You can see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that makes Dude, sense. That's, that's very far from praise and worship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, maybe some But they would didn't say, mean that as a joke. No, no. He, no, was, he was mad. Yeah. Okay. He, like, like, he left steaming, apparently. I at that point, it. sorry to derail the news, but at that point, had Matthew said any of his spiels about, like, let's all it was together? It was, and... it was right after he does, he, does this, he does this thing where he, like, says, hey, uh... Like, everybody, I want you to, uh, like, feel all the anger, every kind of stress you're having right now, and we're all going to scream and let it all out at the same time. So everyone screams, and it's this kind of, like, all-come-together moment. Yeah. And he had just done that. Yeah. And then the guy yells, fuck this! <laughs> fuck this praise and worship shit! Like, okay. I mean, they I guess. They don't scream it at church. <laughs> yeah. There's no primal Yeah, exactly, exactly. At church. Depends on the church you go to, I, well, I yeah. imagine. If it's a Pentecostal church, then maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ma- sure. Matthew is definitely singing in tongues. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. So um, this was this was captured uh, on TikTok during the during that show, and it went viral real quick. Of Miranda Lambert asking people to not take selfies while she is uh, performing. She says, "Shall we start again?" And then, boom, the song happens. That's it. So the 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 thing that's interesting here is that I don't know if you guys caught this because we watched the clip right beforehand, but there are people talking during the video and she's yeah. real fucking pissed about the people taking a selfie and i'm like there's i can the, the i can barely hear the music if she's c- mad about the phones in general maybe it's not selfies specifically yeah but then it's on tiktok and she's probably happy about that yeah there's a chance which of is that. like uh, that's a whole other thing too because if you want to ban phones ban phones we know well, you yeah do we, it. we've we've gone to shows where they do it yeah, yeah. You, put, you put them in that little baggie to yeah. prevent that just that thing the right. other thing with it is that apparently the girls who the two girls that were uh, that she yelled at, they had said, like, we were trying to take pictures because we were at one of our favorite artists' concert, yeah. but we couldn't get good lighting. So that was the chance at the show for us to get a good lighting. So they asked the lady behind them if she uh. would help them take a picture. And So that's when Miranda Lambert was like, I'm pissed off. Yeah. But it's so I think that maybe you could say that Miranda Lambert is overstepping because these girls paid for their tickets. Yeah. But. It's not that big a deal, and I, just either it. way, it's not that big a deal. Like, yeah, like, either side of it's not. So, a, yeah. so the the, yeah. the 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 person supposedly who got like uh, one one of the women at least it was she's an influencer. So yeah. if I'm to read this article and believe on face value that she's an influencer, that's at least part of her job. And so you would think that part of your job would be to do show, social media shit while you're at a show like that. Um, at the same time, like I do think that you know. If someone is upset about that, she she said here, it felt like I was back at school with a teacher scolding me for doing something wrong and telling me to sit down in my place. And I feel like I get that. I understand where that feeling would come from. Yeah. But also, like, <laughs> I don't know. If I was taking a selfie or taking a picture at a show and someone, like, yelled at me, I my response would be, like, uh, fuck you. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't really give a shit. Like, at, yeah. the, at the Royal Blood show, it's like, yeah. I was on my phone for some of that show. I was filming stuff. And he's all fucking mad about it. Dude, get the fuck over yourself. It made That's what it made me think of instantly. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, and I also was talking, because I was talking about this with, with my wife, and I was like, I wonder if it was Dave Grohl, would the tables have been turned? Like, Do you think would, that there would be, would be any outrage about it? Yeah. 
hundred percent. You think there still I, would be? Yeah. I think it depends on how he, he might approach it, though, because he might yeah. be like, "Hey, man, put your phone away," and then people would be like, "Oh, okay." Well, he 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 would maybe say it, and then like a way that a, would be a, a little nicer, less maybe mean way, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe so. Maybe that's why there's outrage. Yeah, because she said she's pissed off and stopped the song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, and then I, there's a big thing with me at least about artists who just like stop the song to like, you know, address the audience in a negative way. It's like. We're paying to see you. I don't need you to get mad at somebody over there because they're not paying attention to you. Yeah, right. they that's kind of break the choice. fourth wall. Yeah. 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 Like, if you want to do that in between songs, that's fine, but you're making a scene by stopping a song. Right. It's it's so strange. Um, it, it also reminds me... Sorry to cut you off there. It also reminds me of stories I've heard of the jazz pianist Keith Jarrett. He used to uh, stop concerts because people were coughing. Right. And he would say, like, if I, he's like, I don't fucking have to be here. I will leave this show if you people can't shut the hell up. Yeah. They're coughing. So then at like the next show, he had cough drops on the tables for everybody. <laughs> Cause he was like, eat this, eat these fucking cough drops. Eat and there's these. there is a video somewhere of him going like, I will fucking leave. Yeah. I'm doing you a favor. Yeah. So it's like that's the extreme. Yeah. I mean the, the people who are big enough to where they're saying that and they, that actually is the case, then I'm kind of like, fine, don't play the shows anymore if you don't want to be right. here. Right, like, yeah, exactly. If you don't want people on their phones, ban phones, or stop playing gigs. Like, yeah, that, it's, it's... Also, it's a, it's a gig in Vegas. No offense, but you're not going to get your like most like engaged fans at Vegas probably. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 I get the, I get being bothered by parts of like the social media world kind of encroaching in your performance space. But like, it's, my favorite thing is like comedians getting mad about that because it turns into a bit. Yes. When musicians do it, it's just like, bro, get the fuck over yourself. Yeah. I can't, like, I just, I understand that what you're singing is very, very sweet, slow, nice, beautiful ballad. I mean, people are going to take, a lot of times, even if it's like one of their best songs and most famous songs, that's when people go get a beer. That's when people go to the bathroom. I don't know what to tell you. Are you going to tell people don't get up when yeah, I'm singing? Exactly. And well, that, it's, to yeah, me, it's, it's the a, same thing. It's a big crowd, too, at this show, right? I, I didn't I'm see sure, how many it was, yeah. but it's got to be. She's not going to play a small it's room. It's got to yeah. be large. It's like if it was a small room, then yeah, you have more reason to get mad, maybe. Yeah. Because it's more like intimate and you're supposed to be engaged with them. But if you're playing to a stadium, then tough shit. From yeah. what I could tell them, I think it said that they were pretty close to the front. They, uh, they sure, were. Sure, that's fine. But the lights were up. But was it like like pretty close to the front in the way of is it like a seated auditorium thing? That's what it seemed like. I, I mean, I guess that's I, I don't know. It's just it's still just, weird. Like yes. I, I, I I I really do think that you could get just as mad for someone for getting up and going to the bathroom yeah. than taking and sitting up and taking a selfie for they said it couldn't have been more than thirty seconds. Right. That's what the, that's what the article said. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh, and I'm sure there's people there filming the entire thing. Yeah. That's what people do. And yeah. it's like, are you mad at those people? Probably not. Maybe. But she might be. Maybe we don't know. it's a dangerous. It's a slippery slope for an artist. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, at what point do you get mad about it? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I understand it's definitely frustrating. Like being at a show as a person there, it's frustrating seeing people on their phones and like in the way and filming yeah. things and whatever. Oh, being on stage and seeing people on their phones. Yeah. And you can tell they're not right. paying attention. That's frustrating. But at the same time, I, I'm, I'll take it off stage and go like. Man, it kind of sucks that some yeah. people are on their phones. Or you'll like, if you're a big enough artist, you'll think about that later. Be like, I'm going to ban phones, like Jack White. Yeah, I would yeah. never admonish my audience. Yeah, because yeah. you're not going to come out on top there. Never. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, I think about that sometimes, and I remember, I think, to, I think to myself, like, I look at my phone while people are on stage. Yeah. I can't. There's no shot. I oh yeah, no, I'm not saying I don't someone. do that, but yeah. I mean, like, people who are 
you know, I'm Constantly like on filming the like, whole thing like yeah. as a story or whatever. Somebody's on a FaceTime call at a show I was at once. I love that. That's my. Wow. That's so funny. We just had, like that must sound awesome for the other person. It's crazy because like that sounds like shitty, but then also like we played at Moniker played a show once where someone FaceTimed someone in because they're like, check this band out. Yeah. And it's like, that's I mean, cool. That's awesome. That was, the, was that the rooftop yeah. in Austin? I can't remember. I thought it was maybe I remember Houston, y'all talking about it. Speaking of slippery slopes for artists, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking us back. Speaking of slippery slopes for artists, we're still on the country music news here, uh, and we're <laughs> fucking. <bad. laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, Jason Aldean, you're a piece of shit. You're a big old piece of shit. <laughs> hey, this is my next thing. Okay, Jason Aldean. So you guys who are listening and watching maybe already know about this because it's kind of been everywhere for the last 24, 48 hours. Yeah. Um, but Jason Aldean's song got banned from CMT. This is a uh, wild thing. Is that the country music channel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> country music channel. <laughs> So uh, is it country music tele television? <laughs> tele- no, just tele <laughs> tele tele. Uh, so they forgot the other part. The yeah. song is called "Try That in a Small Town." Now I will I will paraphrase Jason Aldean's tweet shortly, just to make sure we have it's it's good to have all, every every side of every part of this. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. it's it's important. Do, do we want to start with context for who this guy is? Because I had no idea who this was Jay- as someone who doesn't listen to country music. No, oh. he's a pretty. F- I know Very he's a well big known, name, like famous country singer, and he's also kind of famous for kind of being a conservative asshole. He's openly conservative. His wife is wild on social media. Yeah, his wife is wild on social media. It yeah. is crazy. She's and so wild that she's lost him endorsements. Oh, yeah, because of the shit that That's she's good business. Yeah. yeah, so it's uh, yeah, and and it's also interesting because that relationship. She's she, his wife was on American Idol, and that relationship started. Uh, While well, he, he was, was previously married, for one thing, which he's a family values guy. So. Yeah, yeah. he's cheating on his wife. Yeah. And that's, then that's the first yeah. instance we'll talk about tonight of him yeah. just uh, being a fucking ass backwards human. Yeah, right. Uh, and and he, yeah. So he's a well known country musician. I read just the little pieces of his Wikipedia. I was like, yeah, I got I got to see like what he means by the small town. Yeah, he's from a fucking small town in Georgia. Who gives a shit? No, he's it's not. not. It's not small. No, it's one hundred and sixty thousand. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't Good look up the size. I just didn't we did know our the research. Name. I just didn't know the name. No, you're fine. You're yeah. fine. No, uh, I don't. I don't know Macon, the name, but it's Georgia? it's not a small town. Macon, yeah, yeah. hundred and sixty thousand people. Oh. And he he also doesn't live in a small town now. He lives no. in a gated community in Florida. It was yeah. supposed. Oh, it, okay, really? I think I think it, <laughs> even yeah. I think it was supposed to be about his small town. I yeah, think that's it, what his that's what he talks about. Was. That's yeah, what he, yeah, he makes yeah. it seem like in the lyrics. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys watch the video? Yes, unfortunately. Oh fuck! Did it's you watch it? Also, song. how much did that music video cost? It had to cost a bunch of money because he's. A big artist, but yeah. holy shit, it looked bad. It looked real bad. Interesting. I wonder yeah. what the population was when he was there. I wonder. That's so interesting. Hmm. When he was a kid. I mean, that's a fair point. Uh, but Macon, Georgia, population. Uh, he was born. He's like forty something, right? Uh, I think uh, I feel like probably older. I'm gonna go population in like 1980. I think that's a fair little like kind of like middle ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Eighteen thousand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He might have an argument then. It had I mean, a, it not had, that not that this is good still, but that it was no no a no small no no. Town. It's not good at all. But forty six. <laughs> he was born in seventy seven. So so nineteen eighty. It ha- it had a pretty like steep incline. Like it, it it went up a lot. Like every year was going up by like at least like you know a good a good thousand or so. So he, he's yeah. probably one of those people who's like my small town got taken over by 
city They're people and stupid liberals. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, probably. So that, that fits with that too, as if they became a big town. Yeah. So uh so the song, uh, like I said, is called Try That in a Small Town. I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna read some of the lyrics, uh, just to kind of put it in context. With you with just the to make accent? sure we have a recording oh. of you saying this. Fuck. <laughs> See, the problem is that I have to clip this later. <laughs> I have to go back and watch this and go, this is funny for TikTok. Oh, wait, put the high-pitched voice on while you do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk, carjack an old lady at a red light, pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store, you think it's cool, wear act a fool if you like, cuss out a cop, <laughs> Spit in his face, stomp on the flag and light it up. Yeah, you think you're tough. God, that was Poetry. Great. That was fucking great. All right, hold on. Well, try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Around here, we take care of our own. You cross that line, it won't take long. For you to find out, I recommend you don't. Try that in a small town. <laughs> That's what you said, own. Dude. Own. <laughs> it is, uh, like, like I, I, the song is just horrible. Like, the lyrics read like a fucking, like, angry conservative parent. It reads oh, like yeah. an angry tweet. Yeah, it's Shitty crazy. part is there's some pretty cool riff stuff in, in, this, in the I'm, actual song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but it's like bad. It's, it's a pretty, like, generic sounding song. Though. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 What's, <laughs> okay, so anyway. I guess that's what gets me is he's like, this is a big artist. And he's obviously proud of the song, yeah. right? And the music video is shit, and the sound, the the music is like good, but it's kind of just like generic. Yeah, it doesn't fit with no. any of this. So it's this, all around weird as somebody who did not know who this was. Yeah, he over the last you know week or so has it really hit really hit over the last twenty four forty eight hours when this song was removed from CMT. Um, this song has basically been called a pro lynching song. And also a song about uh, sundown towns. I didn't. I didn't get that. What's a sundown town? Um, a sundown town is when the sun goes down. Um, black people are not allowed. Oh. Yeah, it was like a get out of town because if you're here after the sun goes down, you're dead. Wow. So because we're a great country. So people are reading these lyrics, and, th- and these aren't all the lyrics, but they're they're basically um, they're basically. Like coming to the conclusion that this song is pro lynching and also about the fact that McCon may have been a sundown town. I didn't look that up because uh, I probably was because it, it was Georgia. Right? I'll look it up though. Don't worry. I'm uh, looking it up now. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I, one thing to add though too, it's not just kind of like reading into it. If you watch the video, it's like it's very obvious what they're going for. Yeah, the video, like, like especially I, where the video is set. I only saw just pictures and I was like, oh, this this is definitely about yeah. Like this 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 gives the image of that. Yeah. Um. So. Jason Aldean has a really long tweet because Twitter can do that now, um, which is probably a, I guess that's a good thing that, they, that Twitter can do long tweets. I don't now. care anymore. It's just it's just long. It's so lot it, to read. Like uh, I, there was a lot of like retweets of this that were like I, it's too long, man. Uh, what's that? What's that fucking picture that's like? Um, uh, Sorry that happened to you, or really happy for you. I don't know. I didn't read it. Whichever one works. <laughs> like <laughs> um, so, Jason Aldean tweets. In the past 24 hours, I've been accused of releasing a pro-lynching song, a song that has been out since May, and was subject to the comparison that I, quote, was not too pleased with the nationwide BLM protests. 
These references are not only meritless, but dangerous. There is not a single lyric in the song that references race or points to it, and there isn't a single video clip that isn't real news footage. And while I can try and respect others to have their own interpretations of a song with music, this one goes too far. Um, and then he gets to the, um, the, the Route 91 thing, which I think we can come back to. Yeah. Um, but, uh, he, he talks about why he wrote the song, talks about how much he loves his country. Um, oh, here's, here's the exact thing I was talking about. The first, the first retweet down is, I ain't reading all that. I'm happy for you, though, or sorry that happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically a lot of people, like on Twitter especially, have been you know sharing their thoughts about all this. Um, Cheryl Crow said, Jason Aldean, I'm from a small town. Even people in small towns are sick of violence. There's nothing small town or American about promoting violence. You should know that better than anyone having survived a mass shooting. This is not American or small town like, it's just lame. Uh, it's really nice to see that you know other country artists are coming at him for this. Um, there's uh, a woman named Shannon Watts on Twitter who has been very active. A very prominent anti-gun. Yeah. Yeah. And she's been very active in getting this song. She says, proud to have a, proud to have had a hand in getting CMT to reject this racist and violent song. So she's a, she and she's been most of the person I reading reading is just her. Um, uh, so it's just a lot of this, you know, back and forth now between whether or not this should have been removed or not. CMT has all the rights to remove it if they want to. It's not gone from YouTube. It's not gone from well, the it's, internet. It's not gonna disappear from youtube right oh and it's gonna be his biggest single yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well I, I don't know if you saw where this <coughs> any of this reporting first originated but it was on newsmax oh really which kind of makes me think that like somebody on the conservative side is like we should make this a thing yeah yeah they see it as a pro talking point for them right. i'm sure yeah, yeah. so um there's uh, there's there's been so many great amazing you know things on twitter i've read about this one primarily roseanne barr uh, <laughs> Roseanne chimed in. Roseanne chimed in and called that person. I was talking about Shannon Watts, a dipshit, and Shannon Watts retweeted it and said, "Please add to my obit obituary." She was honored to be called a dipshit by Roseanne Barr. <laughs> Why did Roseanne call her a dipshit? So Roseanne, there's a big conversation in this about you know whatever, and Roseanne says him talking about small town values is not the same thing as your mind controlled dipshit brain filters. Uh, all you are doing is showing that you're a bat that you're batshit crazy, and that does no good for anyone. If you don't like the song, don't listen to it. Certainly, don't project your insanity onto it. Um, she says, maybe check yourself. Oh, no, no, I want to skip that. Because there's a part where she says, liberals in my day protected art and made fun of those that said uh, it had satanic messaging when you played it backwards or shit like that. That's what you guys are now, the epitome of what you used to hate. Go get help or maybe dicked down and shut the fuck up. Or Thanks. maybe dicked down. So first of all, she brings up the point that, like, like the, the point that gets me is she was like, liberals used to defend art and satanic messaging. I'm like, so are you saying that his song is satanic messaging? I don't know what you're getting at here. I don't think liberals back in the day used to be like, yeah, the punk bands that were Nazis were cool. No. No, they were saying, this. Th it isn't satanic messaging. Yeah. You guys are fucking idiots. That's what they were defending. And and like like punk bands were against the shit of, the, like, like the punk movement was like against, you know, Nazis and bad shit yeah. like yeah. that. And then whenever like other like groups tried to come in and take that music, it was real. it was a lot of pushback. Yeah. So... It's uh, it's crazy. I don't, I you know, but it's a, it's a big topic. It leads me to my uh, final point before we go into our main thing, which is uh, the person I've been mentioning, Shannon Watts, tweets first Nikes, then Bud Light, 
next CMT. Soon right-wing extremists will be wearing Uggs while drinking Pinot Grigio <laughs> and listening to smooth jazz. Which brings my final bit. <laughs> oh, We're drinking Bud Light, boys. Oh, fuck yes. We're drinking Bud Light. It's dedicated to... Everybody that's in the LGBTQIA plus community, <laughs> we need to be wearing Nikes and, and your yeah. dad. And uh, and 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 we also uh, like they, she missed in the list Chick Fil A because Chick Fil A got canceled too. So, oh yeah, I think yeah. that's hilarious that, yeah. that happened. Yeah. So we're drinking Bud Light. We're talking about country music news. Wait, the Republicans canceled Chick Fil A? Yeah. Yeah, because they added a um, uh, equity and inclusion like officer. Oh my god. And yeah. that means you're the devil now. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, yippee Kaye. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Cheers. <sighs> Fuck you, Jason Aldean. You're yeah. a real piece of shit. Yeah, look at I'm us. Not... We're drinking gay beer. It was a lot better when I didn't know who that was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Really fucking sucks. Apparently, also, side note before we go into the, the, the full thing, I got a text today um, that said that apparently Jason Aldean almost passed out when he was on stage recently, and it was uh, it was 89-degree weather. Yeah. And the text that I got was, come play Jackson in July, you fucking asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jackson's a venue in Dallas that's like all, it's it's outdoors for four hours. We're it playing is, there on Saturday. You're playing there on Saturday. It's going to be like yeah. 105. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jason Aldean releases a new song about don't fuck with the good old boys a week after passing out due to heat exhaustion in 89-degree weather. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Real man of the people, that Jason Aldean. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the sad part is that there are lots of people who agree with him. Yeah. And that's scary. Yeah. Hey, if any of you guys who are agreeing with him are watching this right now. Yeah, fuck off. DM us. <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's talk about... let's uh, Or fuck off. That's well, fine, too. Album. But... but, but slow I, down on that Bud Light. <laughs> I would, I, I'd like to have a conversation with you more than anything. I mean, I, I would be interested to hear why you think this is a, a song that shouldn't be banned, maybe. I'm not saying like banned, but like taken off the CMTV, not TV. It, it's cr- it's just one of those things that's like like when conservatives are pro business and yeah. then a business makes and then a they choice, get mad when they made a decision. It, it will yeah. never make sense to me. It will be a it will be it's a, whatever suits them that time of the day. You know. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. And he can cherry pick all the news clips he wants and say, well, it's actually news, but it's like, dude. Yeah. You're catering like you're you're doing this for on purpose. Yeah, I can I can fucking pick news all what? day that makes anything look like anything. Yeah, that's a, that's a horrible point. Nobody it's was like, accusing him of like making up the news videos that they embedded in the little yeah. background thing in the video. It's like that wasn't the point. The point is this is a like bad song. And he didn't say that he is pro BLM. Yeah, he said they're just accusing me of this. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, fuck him. We're moving on to some good country music. Dave, what did we listen to? We decided to deep dive one of Chris Stapleton's albums, and it's just his uh, his twenty November twenty twenty release called "Starting Over." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He released it in November of twenty twenty. It was a really great time. Yeah, yeah. everything was going. <laughs> Remember that? Everything was going well. <laughs> really, really great time. We were uh, a few weeks away from an insurrection. Uh, you mm-hmm. know. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh man. Great time. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh so yeah, so we listened to Chris Stapleton's album from 2020. Um that was uh really exciting to listen to like our deep dives have been varied to 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 be fair. They have. Um but this was this was very very different for us. Yeah. Like it, it just it's it's one of those things that's like uh, this 
I don't know necessarily if the music always comes across as just like, oh, yeah, country music, but his voice is country fucking music. It's a great gateway to country music. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, yeah. like, as somebody who doesn't care for country music. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. His his hits have always been that to me. That's yeah. why I mentioned him last week when we were talking about like country music. It's like his hits are just amazing. And I didn't realize that I knew so many of the songs on this. Really? Yeah. Which ones did you know? Uh Cold? Uh-huh. I feel like you showed me Cold. Probably. Yeah. Um That um, one night that we stayed up super late watching emotional performances, that was probably one of them. Yeah. Um I feel like I'd heard both the fir- the, the first two songs and then I have 1 million percent taught you should probably leave yeah. and I still play that on guitar when I'm bored. Yeah. It's a great fucking song. The the first time I played that song was on stage. Really? With no chart. Wow. It was the guy that I won't play with anymore. <laughs> it's like, Fine, you should probably leave. I was like, by who and what key? And he's like, it's Chris Stapleton. No, I'm just telling you, you should probably leave. Yeah, well, yeah. S- starts Turns in out. F sharp. And I was like, F sharp major or minor? It's, are there other chords? And he just goes, you'll hear it. I was like, oh, my God. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't get the bridge. Well, and I like the, 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 I think that's okay. Yeah. That's also, it's also tough because uh, was, was there two guitar players? One guitar player. Yeah, I mean, how do you like the that line could be anything? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because the first time yeah. that I taught that song, that the, that that specific like intro to that song, mm-hmm. I was like, he was like, "What are the chords underneath it?" And I was like, "I have no idea." Yeah. Because this this guitar line could go to so many things. Yep. Yeah. And if you're listening from your phone, you can barely hear the bass. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's in F sharp. Watch me for the changes. Literally, that's that's <laughs> what the fucking drummer said to me. The drummer said it. I can It'll work that. itself out. Yeah, you could, but like you, you have a better shot—a good <laughs> shot of actually cueing the changes, Lupe Barrera style. Lupe Barrera style, like yeah, exactly. six, four, whatever it is. Right? This guy is like got no fucking clue. Yeah, I can yeah. just tell you that you've played the wrong notes, not which ones are the right ones. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> so Chris Stapleton. Anyway, Chris Stapleton. So do we want to talk about uh, just? Chris Stapleton's kind of origins, where he comes from, his his accolades before we dive into the album. You just want to dive into the album. What you thinking? Well, let's do a little bit of that. Yeah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Did you research like his history? Yeah, a little bit. He um, was just like a p- prolific songwriter. Yeah. Right, but not not well known. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 no. Uh, well, like his songs have appeared on like well, Adele. Right. I mean, his yeah, name yeah, wasn't known. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, his songs. He was like Bruno Bruno Mars, and he and and uh, who's the chandelier lady. Oh, Sia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing where they're all, they were behind the scenes. Plus, like, well, you know, going back to, like, the hyperpop stuff, like, Charlie XCX is the same yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but his songs, uh, according to Wikipedia, have appeared on uh, uh, Adele albums, Kelly Clarkson, Brad Paisley, Taylor Swift. Uh, it says that also co-written with Peter Frampton, Sheryl Crow, Ed Sheeran. It's like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, he's got it. Yeah, he's, he's definitely got it. But he, so he, like, moved to Nashville to pursue engineering <laughs> and then I, I read that and i was like what a loser did you see did you look at <laughs> pictures of him without a beard no actually it sounds scary it's real cute it sounds wrong <laughs> he is just a baby um he's and, got a baby face yeah i'm sure yeah but he, so so he goes to, he's going he's going to vanderbilt to get an engineering degree <laughs> and then drops out to pursue music and just becomes like a like a like a songwriter yeah uh, for for seagale music never heard of it me neither um but yeah, as like as of 2018, this is what it says. Uh, he has uh, over 170 songwriting credits. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem like a lot. Like like 
for pe- maybe for people hear that number and go like, well, that's not that many. Well, it's it, it it's a lot when you consider the fact that uh, five of the or six of those are num were number one country songs. Yeah, well, that's that, insane. And he's got four albums. Yeah, yeah. It's so like, even if it was like, oh, he wrote all his own stuff, he hasn't done that much. Yeah. And two of the albums were, I think, written at the same time. Basically, it's a double disc. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I, I found that his 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 like little his background was like kind of just he lived his life. He was going to go to school, and then he decided music, and then he's just been like prolific as hell since then. Uh, I mean, like people like like doesn't matter what gig I'm on if I'm playing like any longer than in, like a 45 minute set, and someone has a chance to come up and request a song. Tennessee whiskey is a pretty good chance. <laughs> I could roll the dice on like there's a couple songs people are going to ask for. Tennessee whiskey's high on the list. Can we can we play just a second of that and then uh, just a second of the original Tennessee whiskey? Yeah, sure. Which I didn't know that it was a cover until a long time ago. Like yeah. I like I was I was I didn't know until just now. Yeah, I was I was talking with somebody about the song. And they were like, "Who's that originally by?" I'm like, "Chris Stapleton." They're like, "No, it's not." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm the asshole." I think I, I think it's David Allen Coe. Uh, yes, I Let think you're right. Okay, so I'm just gonna play the intro of the song. Everyone knows what it's like, but we'll listen to it anyway. Listen to the bass part. He plays the same thing the whole time. It's so good. Yeah, it's a song that I feel like just hits well. And especially any song in six that can like be that slow and not make you bored or like feeling like you're going nowhere, right? Yeah. I dude, I used to play with this drummer that would play this slower than this. That's impressive. And I no, it's not. And I would be like, dude, we gotta fucking speed this shit up. <laughs> Okay, so put on and then put on David Allen Coe's version. Okay. Just to hear the difference. Mm-mm-mm. It's pretty crazy. I for admittedly for a long time didn't know it was a cover. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, it was it's something that I mean I, it's it's very obviously a song that's like attributed to him now, kind of like that yeah. Johnny Cash song that Hurt. Or, yeah, but it's not his. Yeah. Okay, here we go. You ready? Yeah. God, that's low. Yeah. I used to spend wow. My nights wow, this is a bummer. Uh, a how do you get from point A to point B? Uh, you have, how, to, how you do have you, to be Chris Stapleton. Yeah, yeah. Like, how yeah. do you hear that song and go, I want to do that, but better? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, that's exactly it. You hear a song like that and go, I could do that better. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what he was doing in college, listening to country music. He's like, I could do this. Yeah, he's like, this is easy as hell. Are you kidding me? Easier than engineering. <laughs> yeah, for someone like that, definitely. I, I'm sure he was good at engineering, but. I got to blow my nose. Dude, we're in the middle of I something. I know, and I'll be right back. Oh, Jesus Christ. <sighs> okay. We are I'm here. Right. We're just we're just leaving. We're just leaving podcasts. Just now. Leaving the show now. Yeah. I leave to go pee, but I'm whatever. Shorts. <laughs> I was wearing shorts. I'm wearing yeah. shorts again. It's also 110 outside. It's okay to wear shorts. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't wear shorts yesterday and it was tough. That seems like a bad also, idea. I, I understand why you don't if you're performing, but it's hot. Yeah. I also get why I have to wear pants to work, but it pisses me off. No, nah, that's not cool. It pisses me off. That we I had have a rule to. about that when I worked at the store. Yeah, and they were like, "No, you have to wear have to wear pants." And I was like, "I'm not doing that." Then you can turn me, send me home every day. Well, we like we we have to we have to like teach and be professional, right? Uh, I kind of understand it for that. Yeah, it's like I did like warehouse inventory shit. It doesn't matter. Most people like, who wear shorts wear 
bad looking shorts. That's fair. So it's like it's it's definitely like a good way to kind of cover your ground there to make sure that you know you're not getting. You can't anything say professional shorts. In a pro, yeah. Well, you you could have like rules for shorts, but like because like I don't like the shorts I'm wearing right now are, are I can I can make them more appropriate than they are. Um, They're not professional shorts. I can no. just roll them down and then no. they're more. Yeah. Still, these, I don't think. These are. I have like slack shorts. Yeah, I have those too. Yeah, that's these what people are, would call professional, professional shorts. shorts. These are, but these are these could be professional shorts for yeah. for teaching music. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think for teaching music, Not it doesn't really golfing matter that professional much. shorts. But the way you got them now, they're happy hour shorts. There, yeah. I mean, I, this is this this is this is like the fashionable way to wear shorts. It is. Yeah, so that's why I wear them like that. Chris Stapleton. <laughs> um, <laughs> you just derailed us for a whole minute of talking about shorts. <laughs> it's just a minute. It's just a long minute. I had to blow my nose. How's your nose? I'm... I don't give a shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bud Light, man. Bud Light. Let me side. Um, let me derail us real quick. I called my wife on the way home from work when I was picking up these Bud Lights, and uh, our lawn guy came today. And I also did a bunch of like cleaning in the back in the side yard this weekend, but it didn't look great because the lawn needed to be mowed. So I called her and I was like, hey, did the lawn guy come? She's like, yeah. She, I was like, how does it look? Does it look good? And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm an old white guy. <laughs> buying, I'm going to pick up Bud Light. Bud Light. <laughs> I'm concerned about the yard. <laughs> how does it look? <laughs> look at me. Meanwhile, my my yard. Is your la- yard has, has been mowed in weeks. Really? Do you awful. mow your, your yard? I do, and that's the problem. Fuck I haven't that. I haven't had time to, or patience to do it. <sighs> yeah, I I, I, I the, uh, happily the little pay blade someone. on the mower also broke. I yeah. got bent because um, our my neighbor is an asshole. Uh, I hope if he's he's not listening, but if you were to listen, you're an asshole. Uh, <laughs> and he just throws sticks over the fence as if they don't go into anyone else's yard. Oh yeah, that's cool. He probably loves Jason Aldean. Oh yeah, yeah. He probably <laughs> thinks that he's like a freedom fighter. <laughs> Like saving America. So we listen to "Starting Over" by Chris Stapleton. <laughs> <laughs> great, uh, album. great album. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 Adam, tell t- tell us what you thought about it. Uh, pretty much immediately, I was like, I'm gonna like this. Yeah. Like within the first minute of the album, I think. How? Damn. How? Like how? Like it, it didn't seem like. I obviously I know it is country. It's influenced by older country, mm-hmm. but it's also very like southern rock and bluesy. What were you go- what, helps what were your expectations me. going in? Were you thinking you were going to hate this? Were you thinking maybe you'll like this? Was it like I figured I would like it or could appreciate it. Um okay. but that it would be more like probably just a return to classic country for yeah. lack of a better word. Right. Um which I isn't for me, but I don't dislike it. I can listen to it and I can see how people like it and how it influenced everything. Sure. Well, and I've I've been guilty of this before, but there's a thing now people are like I don't like country and it's like, "Well, you need to listen to like Chris Stapleton, country. Yeah. Uh, Sturgill Simpson, Jason Isbell, like all these modern country musicians that are doing a throwback thing. Yeah. So yeah. it's an easy answer. But the but the thing that like aside from just like perhaps the songwriting and the kind of blending and time that benefits these songs, I think the thing that really makes it easier to listen to is the production. Uh, oh, yeah. and the, the instrumentation too is not. Yeah. It's not just like you know twangy guitars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, on it, on a, on account of Dave Cobb, right? He yes. is the fucking man. So Dave Cobb produced the album. Uh, he also played on a lot of it too. Yeah, he he's. I think uh, we were talking about this last night a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you were saying he's like the only he's like, person he'll work. Chris with. Stapleton is pretty much the only guy that Dave Cobb will tour with. Yeah, like he's he might be like in his band. Well, because he's like he's really busy, obviously. Yeah. producing stuff, but he'll be like, I'm gonna take a break. Well, and, and he has, tour. so Dave Cobb's whole thing is he has his own studio from what mm-hmm. I gather. 
but his approach is get in, get it done fast. Yeah. So be ready to record your shit Instead because of showing we're up getting and it done. Figuring it out. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to do 20 takes of something. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Isbell pretty much now exclusively works with him. Dawes has done one of my favorite records with him. And Chris Stapleton's done, I think, all of his records with yeah. him. Yeah. I so, was looking at, he's done all of them and they recorded in the RCA studio. Yeah. That is next to the historic one. Yeah. That was a really cool tour I went on when I went to Nashville. You went there? Yeah. Holy shit. It was really cool. So if you go on his Wikipedia, um, if you go on Dave Cobbs, it, it has selected discography. Yeah, they don't have it. Right. sounds like it would be a small amount of shit they're showing. Yeah. It's so much shit. It's yeah. crazy. They have Chris Stapleton stuff, obviously. He did the new Greta Fan Fleet. He did Dawes, like you said, Jason Isbell. He did Brandy Carlisle. He did, if, mm. if anyone liked A Star is Born, he did the A Star is Born soundtrack, uh, which is awesome. Um, he did L, he's worked with L King. He's worked with so many fucking great people that just like, and it's not like, it, obviously already, it's not just one genre. It's so much different stuff. He's worked with Chris Shiflett on his solo stuff. This one, this one threw me. He worked with Lake Street dive yeah and that was awesome that's a i mean like the that record side pony is really good um so yeah super cool very prolific producer uh amazing like amazing sounds were like achieved on this album i was listening to listening to it again in the car today while i was sitting eating my lunch at work and just like you know the way that country songs i think kind of sit a lot of the vocals sit in really low register and a lot of times I feel like bass is really important and like kick and snare obviously really important, but I can't always feel them in country music. But my, I could feel it shaking and vibrating my car without even turning it up very much. It is it is produced brilliantly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And every one of the records that I love that Dave Cobb has done, you can hear every single instrument. And a lot of the times to get the bass to be heard really well in a lot of recordings as a bass player, talking specifically about that. You kind of have to start panning it, usually to the right or the left like a little bit. Aside. Yeah. yeah. And so that you can have room for the kick drum and the snare straight down the middle. And a lot of people will elect to have the bass, kick, and the snare all down the middle, mm -hmm. and the bass gets buried. Yeah. Because whatever frequencies uh, are going on. So in this record, you have Chris Stapleton's voice, which is usually down the center. Yeah. The kick and the snare, which are smack dab in the center. Yeah. And the bass, which is also in the center. And you can hear every fucking note the bass player plays. Yeah. It's crazy. So there are ways to do that. Yeah, for no, real. You, you have to be really talented, I guess. Sure. Yeah. 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 So the and and the album is it, it feels like um there should be a lot of really like famous people on this. And there are famous people, but it, it really just pretty much comes down to his band. I mean, it's pretty much yeah, him. Yeah, his band, his backup singers, like a you know, the string section, that's that's pretty much it. And that's new. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. I thought that every time I heard a female voice cut, like stick out very clearly, I thought that it was like, I thought it was going to be someone famous. Yeah. And it's like, I love that he just let them kind of take the reins and do their thing because they all sounded amazing. So aside from the choir, every other female voice was his wife. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say, at least okay, on the okay, first okay. song. Yeah. 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 yeah from yeah. what I read, it was his wife. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Is she? But is she she credited it all. Okay, she yeah, is. Yeah. Okay, there she is. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and she. So they've been together for a long time, and I think at the time they met, he was still just just a songwriter. Like yeah. he wasn't performing live, and she was trying to make the run to be like a star, like to get a deal. Yeah. And I think that kind of fell through because the landscape at that time might have been shortly after like 
the Shania Twain, Trisha Yearwood, like yeah. all the female artists boom what might have been started to wind down a little bit, so she had trouble getting a deal. Yeah. And uh sadly he was like, Okay, well I'll try it and then it worked and now she's like his his backup singer, which you know. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. She's very celebrated though. Yeah. She's an incredible singer. She is. Like I, I was blown away by all of it. It's so good. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um so yeah, I thought I didn't think I was gonna dislike this album by any means. I came into it kind of with just like, oh, I know Chris Stapleton. I like Chris Stapleton. Let's see what happens. And um I like I feel like the only complaints that I could possibly have were song order. And I felt like I cause because I felt like I was getting like it kind of goes in and out. We could cut some stuff because of the song order. I felt like there was some, there was not a whole lot of me getting like ups and downs. I wasn't really getting like, I was like, oh, this is a lot of, you know, not samey, like same old, yeah. same old, but like I'm getting the, I'm getting the gist. Yeah. But there's songs on here that aren't like the same old, same old, like the last three songs that like stick out. The first three songs stick out. And then the middle is the middle. Yeah. And I feel like we could, they could have interspersed it. So it didn't feel like I needed to cut stuff. Yeah. Cause like it, it but otherwise I think it's a great album. Like all the songs are amazing. Yeah. It, it, like I did find that, uh, I've listened to it on shuffle. And yeah. Didn't quite realize how the order turns out. But when you're really paying attention to it and going through the record, it does. It's like ballad, blues, ballad, faster blues, ballad, yeah, it, rock song. It feels ballad, a little ballad. weird. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Like I, I can understand why they chose that, but it's not. It doesn't work for me. Yeah, and I think it would have been tough to arrange it any other way. And maybe the yeah. answer could have been to trim, like to trim it up a little bit. You could have done yeah. that, or or I think like because you have like the the first three songs, like you have like. Um, you have singles as well as you have like, you know, the the devil always made me think twice kind of fits within like the whole like blues back and forth thing. But I feel like the devil always made me think twice and cold being like and starting over those three songs like this establishes something really oh, yeah, strong no, here. That, that, like to my point about like immediately knowing I was yeah. like, I'm going to like this album by that end of the third song, which I think is probably my favorite on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that end of that third song, I was like, I think this album is great. I think I love this already. Yeah. Let's, like, let's, let's go. Let's listen to a little bit of starting over. Let's okay. start at like 10 seconds in. I just want people to hear the bass part. Okay. I play this song in like two bands that I play in, like two cover bands. And I've learned it like note for note. And it's fucking great. I will say I was guilty of thinking to myself, there should be drums in this song. There is. I know. <laughs> I was listening to it and I was like, oh, where are the drums? Oh, the, like, his band, they're all killers. Yeah, they're killer. And I, but I was like, I was like, I, I didn't, I like, I caught the brushes as I was thinking, like, I wish there was a little more as the right. song picked up. And, you know, as I sat listening to it, I'm like, it doesn't need it. It's yeah. totally fine. So here's the bass. It's so not what you'd expect in that no, setting, no. right? It's just it's just right on there. Beautiful. Yeah, that's great. So that's the first part of starting over. Yeah, that's the first song on the album. I think it really establishes something really neat there. It kind of like it it definitely establishes you know what you're gonna get from the album, but it doesn't fully just like give it all away. Yeah, it's yeah. really nice. Um, yeah, I I like this, and then Devil Always Made Me Think Twice. I'm just like. 
the, those two back to back, I'm like, okay. Those work pretty great together. Yeah. But, and then Cold, like you were yeah. saying, Adam, it's like, fuck, this is a great album. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it, it, it's, it's really like, um, I found, I found myself just like thinking about, like I said, the first three and the last three so much. And I think also Worry Be Gone. That's another song that yeah. I was like, this, this, this is a hit. This should be a hit. <laughs> should be, but it's not, right? No, but what I would. I do, mean, I know it's a cover. But yeah, yeah. What there's I would. Se- there's several covers on. Well, there's, yeah, yeah. There's at least two. There's two next David, to each other. There are two. Um, I forgot his name. What I would do is I would put. You should probably leave fourth on the album because it's a fucking pop song. Dude, it's so far back. Yeah. It's yeah. It's so far back. On I the did not realize because I was like listening to the album and I'm like, oh yeah, I've, I've taught Chris Stapleton, I've listened to Chris, Chris Stapleton, and then that song starts. I'm like, why is it at the end of the fucking <laughs> album? What is this? Like, th- there is there's no way that Watch You Burn somehow didn't end up being. It should have been the last song on the album. Yeah. The way it ends is like, holy what shit. Seems like it's the end. That's yeah. the end, and then you get the country pop song next. Yeah. Well. <laughs> So, watch you burn, and then you should probably leave. The last song is Nashville, t- Tennessee, which, which is which is a good last song. Yeah, because he's it's a he's fitting, breaking up with Nashville. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it's it's nice. Still think musically, watch you burn of is course. like is like that's just be, like the way it ends is like holy fuck, it's over. That's crazy. So I just have a couple of things I want us to bounce around on. Yeah, We're playing some uh, some clips. Um, so for a great example of Dave Cobb's mixing, let's go to. A minute and 22 seconds of when I'm with you. Just check out how clear the kick and the snare are at the bass, the guitar. Oh, I should, we should also mention that Ben Montench and Mike, uh, um, God, I forget his last name. Holy shit. Mike Campbell, the two band members of um, the Heartbreakers, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, oh, are on this record. That's cool. Mike Campbell has two credits on, on two that's, of the songs. That's hmm. really cool. Yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. You you don't miss anything. Yeah, no. Until you pointed it out, I didn't really think about it, but yeah, there's nothing... There's that, so much room. There's nothing in the album that doesn't come across. Yeah. Which is not always the case. I mean, there's some organ buried, but that's just a... It's a pad. That's like the purpose. whole point of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you can point. still hear it though. It's not yeah. like it's it just goes away or fades away. Yeah, I think that there's something like the the uh, way, like you said, the frequency thing it becomes not an issue here. Exactly, right? It becomes an it becomes a non-issue. It's something that I I I, I was thinking about actually. I think it was maybe even last night. Um, watching one of the bands, I was thinking like, man, I, like something is getting buried between like the snare and the guitar frequency wise, and I'm losing something here. And I think to myself, every time I, every time I can't hear a snare drum, I'm like, fucking hit your snare drum, <laughs> yeah. you fucking loser, just beat the shit out of it. There were some weird snare drum choices last night, but I don't. But I think well, there's some weird sound but, yeah, things yeah, yeah. too. I there. think that also, in, you know, it's tough because there are so many like frequencies that are being like, you know, cross pollinated. And well, it's like, yeah. it, you, how, how do you in that setting make it so everything comes across yeah. really nicely? Well, especially in that space. Yeah. From what I understand, a lot of people will start dipping. So if two frequencies are competing between say bass and drums, yeah. they'll find that frequency on the drum, like the kick drum, dip it. And then on the bass, raise it up. 
Yeah, which so makes they, they create separation between the two. It makes sense. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense. But it's it's definitely like it, it's something that it, on that like especially in that song right there. Not only can you hear everything, but the tightness between them. It sounds fake. Yeah. You know, it sounds it sounds too good. Yeah. It's it's again one of those albums I listen to, and I'm like, there are people who should be listening to this, and they, who are going to write it off right away. I know, yeah. and they record off the floor, like together. That's crazy. In, yeah. the, in the same room, and I bet they're not. I bet their eyes closed, not even looking at each other, just like fucking feeling yeah. every every piece of it. It's awesome. So another one is uh, the ending of Hillbilly Blood okay. uh, at two fifty six. What's up with this one? Uh, just the great ending to a song. Okay. That's all. <laughs> we don't have to listen to the full ending. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just made me think. It's like if you jumped in at this point, you'd wonder, like, is this country? Yeah, yeah. So no, yeah. There, there's a couple songs on here where you would for sure, and throughout would, his it would make sense that you would question, is he a country artist? Yeah. For sure, thing. yeah. For, it, it's it's like the, like the giveaway most of the time is his voice and lap steel. Yeah, that's like that's uh, honestly, like, I don't think his voice even inherently is just like oh that's country sure yeah like it, right. it goes more to me at least to a bluesy kind of yeah area. i get that yeah hear the swell on the left mm-hmm. yeah that's so cool that's fucking cool as shit yeah now that does sound just a kind of i mean I, you 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 could convince me that's a Foo Fighters riff, though. Right. Yeah. He, he has this ability to write these just so simple riffs. Yeah. That just work really well. You could convince me that that is. You could convince me that end riff. song is yeah from like Foo Fighters or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly. That's wild. That yeah. I I think that like a lot of times when I hear riffs in like this kind of setting, I, I like. I kind of I write it off. I think to myself, oh, it's probably gonna be some fucking shit with that sounds like kind of bluesy. Do a little like pentatonic minor shit, and then it like <laughs> fucking rips so hard. Yeah, it's the same thing with like when we talked about like butt rock and dad rock. It's the Creed shit. Yeah, Creed rips like yeah. the, like the, like that breakdown. It, like it it will always be like, oh my god, what? Yeah. The- who thought of this? The this longer is- you go without hearing it and then hearing it again, you're like, yeah. fuck yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? That is so crazy. Uh, we should talk about Maggie's song. Okay. Did you yeah. cry? Yeah. Did you cry? No. I The first time I heard it, I was like, just got we just got Benny. I mean, I was uh. I was warned about it being a song about him yes. losing his dog he's, by he's you, and it dog. still was like, yeah, I was like sitting there, like trying to work, and I was like, I can't do anything right now. Like, yeah, I gotta go sit down. Like, so two things about that. He said that he was like, I was actually kind of an asshole with that song because uh, his longtime bass player is also a really good friend of his, like a, his one of his best friends. Yeah, and he played that song for them in the studio when they were about to record it, and his, he hadn't told his friend that the dog Maggie oh. had passed away. Uh, and okay. so he said that as he was playing the song. <laughs> He watched his friend realize he was talking about his dog. And he's he like, knew. dude, you didn't tell me your fucking dog died and oh just broke God. down in the studio. Jesus. So then they record the song and they're in the car. It's he and, and his wife and they're driving their kids somewhere. And the oldest, his oldest daughter, I think he said, uh, didn't know that he had even written the song. And he played them his new record. And they heard the song and just started breaking down in the back oh of his car. Oh my god! <laughs> Fuck! It reminds he me of the probably, clip. He should probably think about playing that song before he does that for people. Yeah, that's why. It reminds me of the clip from the Jason Isbell documentary where he plays in the uh, 
plays Dave Cobb the song about be- becoming a father. And you can see Dave Cobb in the back of the studio just going, what a fucking asshole. <laughs> and he's like just crying his eyes out. He's like, he, he does this every fucking time, but he knows that I, I'm like a new dad. <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> Do you want to? Is there is there something you want to listen to on this one? Uh, no, 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 okay, not okay, particularly. Okay, okay. But uh, you don't want to cry right now? No, I don't. Okay, cool. So the the two Guy Clark's covers are "Worry Be Gone" yeah. and "Old Friends." To and they're me, right that next was, to each other. They're right next to each other. That was a weird part of the record. That's a weird choice. I like I liked "Worry Be Gone." "Old Friends" didn't get me as much, but I thought "Worry Be Gone" was great. Yeah, and we should talk about "Watch You Burn." So. Um, the Jason Aldean song, he, in his tweet, um, references the fact that he um, was part of, or he was a survivor of the the shooting in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, so he mentions, he says, um, I just lost it. Okay. He says, uh, as so many pointed out, I was present at Route 91 where so many lost their lives. Our community recently suffered another heartbreaking tragedy. No one, including me, wants to continue to see senseless headlines or families ripped apart. So this is kind of his justification for the song being the way it is because he was um, present. He was performing. He's on his sixth song of his set when the when the shooting started. Um yeah. And so that's like part of his justification. And then uh, you say you say in the group chat, Watch You Burn is about this. It's about the song. And it's uh, uh, it's about the shooting. The song is about the shooting. Yeah. And, the shooter specifically. And it's just like, I mean, it, it's just you can feel his anger. Yeah. And it's not in a fucking dickhead way like Jason Aldean did. <laughs> like, the third verse, he's giving a warning to anyone that's going to think about doing that. Yeah. The song is basically him saying like, I wasn't there. I'll admit that. Yeah. But I have friends that were there. Yeah. And like you killed so many people. I think 60 people died. 60 people died. Most deadly for yeah. now um, mass yeah. shooting in the country. And yeah. close to 300 people were wounded. And 700. O- over a, oh, o- fuck. Over yeah. a thousand rounds were fired. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to read some of the lyrics. Uh, only a coward would pick up a gun and shoot up a crowd trying to have fun. Now the Vegas lights won't... Uh, they won't lose their glow and the band will play on and go on with the show. He said, and you're going to get your turn, son, you're going to get your turn. The devil's going to watch you burn. Yeah. And he doesn't sing it lightly. No, no it's, it starts off it's fucking, angry. He's yeah. mad. Yeah. 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 It starts off angry. It's grueling. It, it's kind of like, like the, the passionate, like anger about things that John Stewart had on the daily show. It's yeah. Very yeah. much like that. It about is. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Why am I having to write this or tell, say this? Or, yeah. Dude, good, good comparison there. Yeah. The, in the second verse, he says, I wasn't there, I didn't see, but I had friends in your company. If I could snap my fingers, if I could flip a switch, I'd make that last bullet first, you son of a bitch. And then in the last verse, he says, to the evil ones, you know who you are. I beg of you, don't go too far. Just know this, let it give you pause before you mail out your bombs or pull a trigger in a synagogue. You're going to get your turn. Yeah, and it's like the, fucking like, heavy, angry, yep. angry lyrics that that like you know have have impacts. It's like I'm begging you, don't. Um, and and I'll, like you know the 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 thing that kind of gets me is that like the difference between the lyrics is not like these don't come across as necessarily threatening. They come off as angry. The only lyric that to me could be construed as not necessarily a threat, but just like a, a, a violence wish was, I wish your last bullet was your first because the yeah. shooter shot himself afterwards. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I, I, that it feels like it's coming from a place of anger, not from a place of like, 
come to my town and see what happens. Kind exactly. Of shit, yeah. Right? Well, yeah, you want to see a small town do something about it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Go fuck yourself. That's how you write a song if you're angry. Yeah. Yeah. So, was there a timestamp on that one you wanted to check out? No, no. I, I think I'm through with timestamps. Okay. I had a couple others, but oh. I don't think they're. I want to. I want to listen it. to like the last thirty seconds of the, or at least like, yeah, yeah. the last twenty seconds of the song because I want. I right, want to show it, the. To your point earlier, it does like that. Feels like that's the end of the album. And I feel like I'm oh, gonna... let it play into. Uh, you should probably leave. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I want to hear that. That's one thing that does relate to me to the, the way they program the the record. It's that song, and then it's like. Exactly like right. Like a pop song, and I love these two songs. Very weird. And it's crazy yeah. the way it went. But so I feel like I'm, I'm kind of, you know, you, you've heard the lyrics, you've heard Dave read the lyrics, so you hear how intense it is. But it's still, you're still going to miss some of the point by me skipping to the end. But I still want to play how intense this ending is. Yeah. It's just like I'm gonna fucking lose it. Toms. And then? Just real fucking pretty. Woo! Anyway, here's the next song. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for listening to Don't Be the Artist, everybody. <laughs> Thinking about it like, more now, that feels incredibly wrong. So I think Hagen's right. I think that, that should have been, been it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I think that's... Uh, well, Nashville, Tennessee is a nice ending to the album. Yeah. I get that. Or you need a bigger break. Or pause or something. I don't know. You, yeah, you, or maybe you, he doesn't want the whole narrative of the record to be like I'm angry. about that yeah. song. If you if you put "Watch You Burn" in the Nashville, Tennessee, it would have not the same lyrical and emotional impact, but a musical impact, just like the end of the new Foo Fighters album does. Yeah, where yeah. it has that crazy intense moment and then takes you into like this beautiful thing. So uh, yeah, and I think it also works that this was the last song that Nashville, Tennessee was the last song because he did say uh, I read somewhere that he was like. This is the first time that I've gotten this close to present day when writing songs. Yeah. He said previously with his other three records, they had been songs, they could have been songs that were sitting around for a couple of years. And right. So it he, was that they're not timeless necessarily, but yeah. closer to that. They're closer to the time of recording and releasing the record, especially thinking about you have the that song, uh, Watch You Burn, and then the Nashville, Tennessee song. Yeah. Which I think is symbolic of him saying, like, I'm done being this cookie cutter Nashville songwriter person i'm gonna write songs about how i feel right so right. starting over is symbolic as well the album cover uh he said that uh while most of the recording of the record wasn't during the pandemic figuring out the album cover was yeah and so he was like i don't know what to do and his wife i keep forgetting her name morgan morgan had a typewriter and she just like typed up some stuff and he was like i like that yeah let's go with that it it, it it's perfect yeah Again, I mean, it just related back to the to the new Foo Fighters say, record. It looks turns it, out, yeah, yeah, like it's a solid great. white, more or less. Yeah, yeah, super make the album moniker release really just. That's <laughs> super. We've already done like a white background though. Before you're in the, the band. Beatles, <laughs> Weezer, Foo Fighters, Chris Stapleton. Yeah, great, moniker. great records, great yeah. records. I don't think you're gonna convince Jackson of that one. With no. that list. <laughs> He yeah. likes Weezer. That's the only one. Yeah. yeah. That's the only one. Yeah. But overall, amazing album. Um, I think this is going to be one that, I, that I'm that i listening to all weekend, and I'm going to see my favorite band play, and I'm going to listen to this on the way. So, yeah, um, yeah this is this has been a, an awesome, like, first deep dive uh, coming back to, you know, the new, the new environment of the show. I love your outfit. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great pick. Thanks for the pick, Dave. I feel Good like work. we let you down. 
in what way? We should have done. We should have done some kind I'm of country thing. I'm not going to tell you if I'm doing a closed bit. Should we have worn okay. some if, like Coles, like America shirts or something? <laughs> <laughs> if 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 you think I'm going to do a closed bit for any episode, text and see and ask if I'm going to do it. If I'm if I if I if I want to share it, and if I am, I'll say so. If I want it to be a surprise, I'll wait. Let's all make it a surprise. Okay, that's fine. Because you know, <laughs> if we do an ABBA episode, <laughs> shit's gonna get real weird. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make it as clear as I can, like, like as obvious to the episode as I can. Yeah, you know. I so, mean, this, and it's fun. Yeah, this, yeah it's that perfect. was that. So, yeah. do you want to talk about what we're listening to, or you want to skip that? Uh, Honestly, I don't have anything I've been listening to other than this, because um, it's it's definitely an album that like caught my attention and. Just yeah. stuck with me. Even without us like doing the show, I know this is an album I'm gonna go back and listen to. Yeah. I, I And now I need to go listen to his other stuff, I think. Yeah. You should. That's definitely that's definitely and probably someone... other artists that the producer has worked with. Yeah. Like well, Jason Isbell and well, well, I know, I've listened to the Have Dog you listened one. to the new Isbell record? No. We'll get, we'll get to Jason Isbell. I think I think yeah. we should hold off on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should wait. So um if if we if if I can say some stuff, I'll let you say the think the thing you're gonna say. I've the, got one. Ye- oh, okay. So I'll say the other one, which is I mentioned it last week, but we I officially listened to the full album and you did as well, which is 3D Country by Geese. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you put it in the show notes or not last week. So I'll officially say listen to the album. It's a great, great record. They're a jam band. Yeah. Didn't know that. No. Uh, and these are great. So you're saying songs. this is like fish? No. No, not no, at no, all. No, no, okay. L- no. I'm telling you right now. Listen to this album. You're gonna love it. You will love this album. 3D the singer Country. is very dynamic, it, and also like that's the one part of the of this band that I'm not. St- I'm still not a hundred percent sold on because his voice can sometimes just not be my favorite. But the songs and the the choices that he does make musically, like m- melodically, are amazing. Yeah. Uh, but great record, 3D Country by Geese. And Incredible. I, I've been listening to Jelly Road by Blake Mills. It's a dense listen, um, but he's another really great producer. And he's done a lot of cool things in the last couple of years and finally made a solo record uh, where he sings a lot, which people are surprised that he can sing. Yeah. Or people have mixed feelings about his singing. But he used to sing in Middle Brother, which is the band before Dawes. Um, And the other thing that I'll mention is kind of getting us into plugs as well as uh, what I'm listening to. But Matthew and the Arrogant Sea, one of the bands I'm in, released a new song this week. I should have said that one. Called A Little Off. Um, it is, it's a song that Matthew has had for probably over 10 years or about 10 years. He, they originally played it at a day trotter session, like probably like 10 years ago. I probably, wow. right, yeah. Um, and it has just never found, he put it really well. It finally found a home. Um, and it's mostly a piano, like it's mostly a piano ballad. Um, it, it becomes, you know, full towards the end, but it's a really beautiful song. Um, I learned it on piano so we could play it. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. I didn't learn it exactly, but I got, I got most of it. Cause I just, I was like, I feel like we should at least have the option to play it. Um, but it's a really beautiful song. I can say that cause I'm barely in the song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but when you, when you, when you guys all came in, I was like, Oh, oh, oh yeah. yes, this is awesome. Yeah. It's, 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 it feels really big. It feels really appropriate. The whole thing is just, it's a beautiful song, a little off by Matthew Meir. I can see. Um, and then as far as other plugs go, Dave and I are going to be on the road with Moniker next week. Um, so we'll we'll say all this shit again for everybody. Um, but we are going to be in Austin July 27th um, at Valhalla. We're going to be uh, in San Antonio at Happy Place on July 28th. And then we're coming back. It's a short run. We'll be in Dallas July 29th. 
um, at Double Wide. Uh, all of these shows are with our friends from Louisiana. Our called, good friends. Yeah, amazing people. They're called the band's called Makeshift Tape Deck. They're only on Bandcamp, I think, so go check them out. But we're going to be doing all these runs with them. So if you are in Austin, San Antonio, or Dallas, any of those days and you're free, come see us. Come support them because this is, you know, we're, we we wanted to get out, but, like, the whole thing is let's go out with them. Let's yeah. let's have a fucking experience with them. Um, and then and then on the Dallas State Double Wide, Matthew Neergency is also on that You're bill. doing double duty. It'll be a really fun, a really, really fun night. So if you're in any of those cities – Please come through. We can't wait to do that. And we'll talk about it again next week. Yeah. Um, so, anybody got anything else? No. Excellent. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. Adam, we- do you have anything else? No, no. Uh, DavidBowieShirt.com. There you go. There you go. David I bought Bowie both shirt. domains com. after last week. <laughs> <laughs> David Bowie hat and shirt? Yeah. Nice. Oh, and Perfect. we're playing at Jackson this weekend, too, if you want to come yeah. hang out with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're, in the notes last week, I think. Yeah. If, if, if you're in Dallas, Dave and I will be at Jackson in, in downtown Dallas next yeah. week. At Jackson's uh, house. Or on Saturday. Yeah. Jackson's <laughs> house, yeah. Put, that, put his address in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We really appreciate you guys being here. Uh, if you haven't already, please... Follow um, or subscribe on whatever podcast app you're using. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. If you're subscribing while we're live, a little notification pops up on the screen. It's really fun. Um, And then also, if you're watching right now and you are a YouTube person, come check in with us on Fridays. Dave and I do a extra stream called Fun Fridays where we listen to new music, we listen to full albums, and we chat with the chats. We don't do that while we're doing the podcast Don't do that as much when we're doing the Uh, yeah, Bullshit, exactly. The regular show. Yeah. If you're on social media, you can find us on TikTok, DFTA Podcast, or sorry, Don't Forget the Artist, DFTA Podcast on Instagram. You can figure it out. Uh, if you want to say hi, give us topic ideas, give us show ideas, anything at all, you can email us at davidbowiehat.com at Don't Feed the Artist. <laughs> uh, or, or you can email us at uh, yeah, fuck anything, Jason Aldean. you want to. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. Jason Aldean at Don't Feed the Artist. Um, anything at all, you can DM us on socials, you can uh, comment on the YouTube video, anything at all, please just say hi to us. We'd love to hear from you guys. I'm working on a lot of TikTok clips, building it all up together, and so we can have a lot more content out into the universe. My mom just said hi. Hi, mom. Hi. Uh, like the stream. I think she did. Um, like the stream if nice. you're here. Uh, I think that's everything. Did I skip something? No, you're good. I think I think I, I, I got derailed there for a second, but I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you know, logic has no problems. Yeah, no problems. Never, never a problem. <laughs> no problems at all. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate you guys being here. And uh, fuck off. <laughs> Get rid of town. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. We'll be seeing you now, ma'am. <laughs>